Baylor University proudly presents The John Morris Show Baylor University Where lights shine bright This is The John Morris Show On ESPN Central Texas The flagship station for the Baylor Bears Health-wise, everybody in your family okay? Everybody's good. Uh, staring at each other a lot. Going, how you doing? What's up? Uh, what are we going to do today? You know, I've, I've done more things around the house, and uh, so now I'm kind of running out of those things. You're right. Yeah, it's, I've done pretty. Well. I'm trying to make stuff up. Well, I guess I can do that. Or... The John Morris Show is also brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Marineland Boating Center, Loop 340, and I-35 South in Waco. And on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. And by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. I understand you're you're a real Netflix uh, Netflix aficionado. Um, I, I can I can delve into some things uh-huh. pretty deep. Yeah, uh-huh. I can. A- anything you can recommend to our listening audience? You know what? Uh, two things. Okay. Um, one is called the Chef Show. Oh, uh, the Chef with John Favreau. Uh, he goes around and he works with a bunch of different chefs. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. And then the next one, and I'm not a big NASCAR, Formula One, race car person. I'm not. Uh, but I am now. Uh, so uh, there's a show called uh, Drive to Survive, uh, F1 uh, Auto Racing. And not, like I said, I watched it. I heard about it. I'm like, okay, I'll kind of delve into it. And then next thing you know, like we were locked in. We ran through two seasons. Once the quarantine and the shelter in place started, we ran through two seasons like in a couple of days. It was wow. a lot of fun. And now, like the next time there's an Austin uh, F1 race, we're going to try to get on the yeah. Now, from the Petty Clinic Low T Studio, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, and welcome to John Morris Show on this Monday morning. Glad you're with us. Coach Steve Rodriguez in the open, Baylor baseball coach. You heard Q saying in his sports center, Coach Rod holding a uh, Zoom press conference today. Subject there, or the reason for the Zoom conference today, is Major League Baseball has made the decision that uh, the MLB draft this year will be only five rounds. Only five. Normally, it's 40. So think about the impact there when we had uh, Coach Rod on our coaches show last week, and I think we used it here on the air uh, in the 9 a.m. hour last Thursday. That's the segment we used, talking about the MLB draft. And, uh, you know, when that's decided, what are the effects, carryover effects that will uh, it will have on college baseball rosters and programs. So we'll get to hear from Coach Rod a little bit more coming up in a Zoom press conference this afternoon at 1. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. John Morris, uh, home here in Hewitt. Q in the studio, uh, the uh, clean-shaven Q in the studio. Q, good morning to you. Hey, good morning, J-Mo, and yes, clean-shaven, fresh haircut, feeling, I feel like I weigh probably about 10 pounds less just because <laughs> I, I was able to get a haircut on Friday, and and uh, when I get my haircut, I also get my face cleaned up, so uh, after I got my haircut and, and shaved up, I walked into the house, and the wife said, who's this young guy that just walked through the door? So <laughs> apparently I look like a young man again, so I'm good. Nice. Very good. Well, I'm still an old guy, <laughs> but I did, I did get a call from Daniel, my guy who cuts my hair on Saturday. 
and I uh, looked down. It was from him, and I answered, and I said, ooh, I think I've just won the lottery. And, <laughs> and he said, I don't know about that, but I'd like to schedule you for an appointment. And I said, absolutely. Uh, I said, make sure that Lori Fogelman and Camille Johnson are in ahead of me, but then uh, put me on your list. And so I have a haircut scheduled for this Saturday, the 16th. This Saturday at 4.15. So I got to kind of slough through one more week <laughs> with this hair like it is. But I've got an appointment. So uh, coming up, not too far away. Well, I'm telling you, it'll be one of the best days of your life. Even though it's a it's a small, minor thing, it's, it yeah. feels so good after you get that haircut. And I'll tell you, man, I felt great on the, on Friday afternoon after I was done. I immediately, I'm telling you, I had my haircut at 4.30, or I was supposed to have it at 4.30. I was there by 4.25 just waiting. I was like, okay. I'll be here early. That's all good. Just go ahead and uh, let me know when it's time to come on in. And and you told me kind of different rules or, you know, the way you go about that. It, it is a little bit different right now. Yeah, no, it really is. I had to wait in the car until it was it was time for me to actually, you know, get my hair cut. And so I just sat there, sat there, sat there. Then my guy came out, Demo came out and said, all right, Q, you're up. And so yep. uh, then I went in there and everyone, uh, you know, they have their, their masks on and, uh, you know, wiping everything down after each and every cut. So, I mean, everything is as, as clean as possible. And, you know, there's usually at the barbershop, it's a great place to sit around and talk some sports and talk some trash. And, well, that's not the case these days. But they are doing what they have to do, and they're, they're making sure everyone is uh, as safe as possible. I got you. Yep, that's, uh, that's kind of what Daniel told me, too. He said, I need to let you know the new rules. Uh, when you get here, don't come inside. Wait in your car. I'll come get you. Uh, supposed to wear masks inside there, and he's probably wearing a mask. And it's just, it's kind of like the way I picture it is uh, kind of one in, one out, right? Like yeah. Not people waiting around in the in the waiting room or that area. Exactly. You know, there's no, okay. there was no chairs or anything inside. So I mean, wow. even if you wanted to try to sit down, you couldn't. So <laughs> they they took every chair out of there. So yeah, there's there's none of that going on. I got you. Well, uh, yeah, that's good. Uh, I'm glad I'm on the schedule next uh, this upcoming Saturday. Haircut for me, so uh, looking forward to that. Uh, beautiful weekend weather-wise. Hope everybody had a great uh, weekend and Mother's Day yesterday. Q, Mother's Day uh, go well for you? Yeah, it went as, as as good as possible. As a matter of fact, didn't know how it was going to really shake out because of everything that's going on, but uh, found a nice place to take the wife out to eat and uh, didn't have to wait too long, and uh, it was social distanced and only 25% people in in the building, but uh, it worked out pretty well for us, so I, I think that we did good. All right, very good. I went into a uh, a restaurant for probably the first time over the weekend. Saturday, uh, was that Saturday or no? It was Friday. It was Friday afternoon. I went into Rudy's, uh, okay. parked and walked in, and and they're obviously doing the same things. Uh, they've got a max of twenty five percent in there. This was the middle after middle of the afternoon, so it wasn't crowded at all. But going in, you know, it just is different in there in that they've got a lot fewer tables than they normally have. Um, you know, some other things are just different inside right. the restaurant. But, you know, I walked in. It was good to see some of those people, you know, that, that I know pretty well from our time at Rudy's and the coaches show there. And I hadn't seen them in a while. I mean, I just really haven't seen them. And uh, so went in and got a gallon of tea and brought it home. But actually went inside. And there were, I want to say – 
I don't know, 10 people maybe in there eating at that point. But uh, it just kind of struck me. That's the first time I'd been in there inside the restaurant in in two months, really. Yeah, easily. I mean, it's been a long time since uh, I think anybody's gone into any restaurant. So it was nice to be able to get out and just go sit down and, and not have to go and get something and then take it home. And so that, that was fun. And, again, it kind of makes you feel like you're getting closer to – some sense of normalcy, and again, I think we're still, you know, plenty far away from that. But at the same time, it gives you hope. Yeah, very much. Uh, how about the UFC on Saturday? Q, did you, uh, you know, live sporting events? Uh, did you tap into that? Absolutely. Did you? All <laughs> watched, right. All watched right. every minute of it. Matter of fact, my, yeah, my buddy Billy, he actually, uh, he he was the one who bought it, and so a couple of us gathered at his house and watched it, and uh, we were all outside watching on his on his back patio, and it was a uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun to watch that. I think it went off pretty smoothly. Yeah. Uh, the thing that I, I didn't watch it, um, but the thing that I've read and heard about was, I think Golik and Wingo were talking about this, was that, you know, no crowd there, obviously. Mm-hmm. So these uh, punches, these blows, you kind of hear them a lot more than you normally would when a crowd is in attendance. Uh, did you notice that? Oh, yeah. It was loud and clear. I mean, they're really. They're, yeah. I mean, it was it was kind of weird because there were some really good matches and and. You would normally expect the crowd to just be loud and outrageous and just, you know, the kind of brawl that you want to see. And, and obviously with no crowd, you're not going to hear that. But you can hear every single punch land. You can hear the, the corners yelling at the, uh, you know, yelling at the their fighter. And then that, that means that the fighters can hear the other corner, the opposing corner yeah, yelling at them as right. well. So uh, it was it was different, but it was really, really good, I thought. Interesting. Well, finally had some uh, some live sporting events there uh, in the form of the UFC over the weekend. All right, we're off and running on this Monday. We're glad you're with us. John Morris, uh, home here in Hewitt, Q in the studio. And Q, sad news from uh, yesterday uh, in that Skip Cox passed away. Uh, Skip was a Baylor trainer for many, many, many years and then was there in athletic administration after he retired as the trainer. Skip, just a wonderful man, great family, and uh, he passed away yesterday. Uh, we'll take a break, and when we come back, Mike Sims will join us. Mike uh, was uniquely uh, is uniquely qualified to talk about Skip. He uh, worked uh, under him as a student trainer, was the first assistant trainer at Baylor under Skip Cox, and then succeeded him in that position also. So Mike will join us when we come back and uh, just reminisce about uh, the life of Skip Cox. We'll have that when we come back. A little bit later, Julie James will join us, former Baylor soccer player. Julie uh, was named the soccer player of the decade for Baylor. Uh, that was in the Waco Tribune-Herald yesterday. It's on the Baylor website at BaylorBears.com. So we'll visit with Julie about that, catch up with her and see what she's doing now and talk to her about that honor of being the Baylor soccer player of the decade. All that coming up. Glad you're with us on this Monday morning. John Morris Show brought to you by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Also brought to you by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Emily Kay. It's going to be a mild start to the day with temperatures starting out in the mid to upper 50s across central Texas. Skies will be mostly sunny by the afternoon. 
Highs will reach the lower to mid-80s on Monday. Tonight, temperatures will drop down to around 60 degrees with increasing cloud cover. Skies will be mostly cloudy on Tuesday with highs in the lower 80s. Showers and storms are possible early Tuesday morning. The warm and sunny weather will return on Wednesday. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.30 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. There's a lot of fear right now about the market and the economy. We went from all-time highs to a correction in a very short time. How are you and your plan prepared for black swan events and regular market cycles? Let's check in with Eric Lovett from the family at Lovett & Associates to hear what we should be doing with our money. This pandemic is creating fear. It's kind of comforting with a lot of our clients that are baby boomers. We've already set up a plan for them. We've put a retirement income plan together. So there's safe money that they have inside of their plan that's going to create the income. First thing you need to do is have a plan. Do you ever remember doing safety drills? Having a plan will help keep you from panicking too much. You'll have that plan in place, and that is for times like this, because if you just have an investment plan where all your money is in the market, which most people have, times like this, taking money from that account, especially when the market's been very volatile, unbelievable. But when we have guaranteed income coming into the bank account every month, that really makes our existing clients and the people that have a plan, like we're suggesting, it gives them confidence. I would encourage anybody that is five to 10 years out from retirement or in retirement, you give us a call, you come in for a meeting, or we do a virtual meeting online to see how we can help reposition some of your assets so we can create that plan for you. And I think that would give you tremendous confidence in your retirement. If you'd like to start with a phone conversation, if you'd like to come in for a personal review, they do also offer the opportunity for virtual reviews. If you'd like to get started, give a call, have that conversation, 254-870-6800. That's 254-870-6800. Go online, loveitfinancial.com or 254-870-6800. Security and advisory services offered through Cetera Advisors, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC, a broker-dealer, and a registered investment advisor. Cetera is under separate ownership from any other entity. Investments and securities do not offer a fixed rate of return. Principal yield and or share price will fluctuate with changes in market conditions. And when sold or redeemed, you may receive more or less than originally invested. No system or financial planning strategy can guarantee future results. Direct phone number to reach Levitt and Associates is 254-751-1256. Hello, everyone. I'm Dave DeRozier. I'm the general manager at Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center in Waco. With the current situation, all non-essential businesses in Waco have been ordered to close. Automotive repair is considered an essential business, so we will be open to serve your needs. Here are a few things that we're doing to flatten the curve and to protect you and to protect us. We have a concierge service where we can come and pick your vehicle up and drop it back off at your home, and you can pay with credit card over the phone. Another option is you can drive up underneath our canopy and get straight into our shuttle, and we can drive you straight home. In addition, every vehicle that comes into our shop is getting sanitized prior to and after the repair, and we're putting a new pair of gloves on after each service. Our team at Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center is here to help you in any way. Please call us. Thank you for your time and attention. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive.
Back with us, John Morris Show on this Monday morning. Do appreciate you tuning in this morning. John Morris, uh, home here in Hewitt, Q in the studio. And we're joined by Mike Sims, our good friend, uh, now with Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, uh, longtime trainer at Baylor. And, Mike, I wish it was a different subject, but uh, it would be nice to talk about and uh, and remember in a very fond way Skip Cox, who passed away yesterday. Uh, Mike, appreciate you joining. Hey, us, how are you? Doing great. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, yeah, you bet. Uh, so Skip was a guy, I said, you're uniquely qualified to talk about him. Uh, you worked under him as a student trainer. Uh, you were with him as Baylor's first full-time assistant trainer and then succeeded him. Uh, you spent a lot of time with Skip, didn't you? A lot of time with him, working with him. Just, uh, and of course, he was taught me the whole profession, so that's, uh, you know, a lot to him for all that. Yeah, absolutely. Was he, uh, I don't know this, out of Cedar Hill High School, was he in the program here, you know, part of the reason you ended up at Baylor? Well, it's interesting. One of the coaches up there and the guy that lived next door to me, he actually went to college with Skip, so he introduced us when I was interested in it. So that's why I came down here and visited with Skip uh, one Saturday morning, and after that Saturday was over, and there was no place else to go. How about that? That's great. What uh, What were your thoughts as uh, as you learned about his passing yesterday? Well, you know, something like that, this wasn't wasn't a real surprise. He's had some problems he's been dealing with quite a bit. Uh, coming up to this, it, it, it's always, you know, when you get the final note that, that something's happened, makes it tough. But uh, just think about the number of people that he has touched through the, through the lives. Most people in the, in the public that are the fans don't really see the, the closeness that he gets to the players, that he was to the players. And, you know, that it, it, when you get 18, 19, 20-year-old kids away from mom for the first time, and then a lot of times, as athletic trainers, we would play mom and dad and whoever else they needed, to, you know, confidant and everything else they need just to kind of help them, you know, do different things around. So it's more than just, uh, you know, what you do as a as a uh, the athletic training profession. It's what you do as a as a mentor to your students, to all the people you affect, and all the all the people that you touch going through the program. Mike, what year what year did Skip start at Baylor? I don't think I know that. Nineteen seventy two. Okay, 72. He came from, came from North Texas down here. Okay, perfect. So North Texas to Baylor, 72. You arrived at Baylor when, 75, 76? 75. And, uh, Careful, right, show my age now. They can add that up pretty quick. <laughs> I know. That's it. Uh, so you were with him, you know, practically his whole time here at Baylor. Uh, and, and think about when he started, he was the trainer. I mean, there was nobody else. He was the one guy. Uh, that's hard to imagine, isn't it, with as many trainers, as many sports now as we have at Baylor? Well, just to give you an idea of, what we, of how things have changed, we have, you know, there are a lot more trainers at Baylor now, a lot more people there. You get a lot more coverage than we've had. The sports number obviously has increased too, but just how our profession has changed a lot from uh, just the things that we do and can do. And back when we started in, we didn't have MRIs. We had to kind of do some exams and, yeah, I think we need to go fix it or not. There was no way to fix an ACL, torn ACLs. We couldn't do that then. And so just the medical profession itself has progressed a lot. The thing I always uh, put into perspective, we had one athletic training room at the time that was uh, out at the, the uh, football stadium. Everything else was a little closet to keep stuff in, but mainly mainly one athletic training room. We moved into the new Simpson building. The Whirlpool room in the Simpson building was the same size as the athletic training room for the whole program was back in the 70s when we first got here. Wow. 
Yeah, and then so when you uh, came on full time, uh, you were the first assistant trainer. So then the uh, the number doubled from one to two with you and Skip. Um, what was that like? You guys worked closely together, you know, as you were really the only two full time trainers there for a while. Yeah, we worked. Uh, every, you know, every, every, back in those days, everyone worked football. And then uh, when basketball started, I would go out and travel with men's basketball and go out to their workouts and, and also cover the women's games. And a lot of times during that time, the women played uh, an early game and the men played the late game. And so I'd be at, at those games to cover those. And then back in the next morning for all the other sports coming in, those deals were back then you get in on a trip, you know, 2, 3 in the morning, you'd be back at work the next morning because other sports were rolling. So. A lot of a lot of extra hour time and all this other time and you know it was hard to believe what we did it was just a few people with people we have and just him do it by himself is really something else. Mike, it takes a, a, a special person. It takes really a special calling to to put in all the hours that you guys did. Skip did, and you did, and so many continue to do now. But it, it really is, uh, I, like you said, I don't think the general public really has uh, a grasp of how many hours you have to put in there. Yeah, we do a lot of hours, and, and you know, I'll, I'll talk to different high school people wanting to go into sports medicine. It always sounds real nice, and so I'll ask them, "When are the games played? When are, when are the tournaments going to be? When are your track meets?" And, and it's always, well, it's at night or it's on weekends. So we have all those things covered, and we have all the different practices that go on. So it, we're kind of a, a special profession of what we do, and. and you know, it's, it's kind of like a, the, the brotherhood. I've gotten calls from people, that, you know, all over the country about uh, about Skip, and I heard he got the word out, and just uh, you know, check on them, just tell how much they, he meant to them, what all he had contributed to them, and it's one of those that with Skip or anybody that that does the hours that he does, puts in the time. You, there's no way to know how many lives he's touched and how many things, you know, I mean, just the, the little impromptu meetings you have with the players, how much difference that's made in that player's life long term. Yeah, that's right. And you guys, you know, coaches uh, come and go sometimes, but Skip was there for a long time. You were there for a long time. A lot of times, you know, you're the contact point for so many of these uh, former student athletes. Uh, I I know that that's a big part of of what you do and what you provided for Baylor. You know, one one thing I always somebody was told me whenever you leave the the athletic part of the profession, which is what I did a few years ago when I came over to uh, to Southwest Sports Medicine, but uh, they say that what you'll miss is the inter- the contact with the athletes, and that's the big part of it. You get you get into them; they're more like family, and and you get to do some of the inner things with them. You're with them when everything is going great. You're you're there when they hurt something. You bring them back to hopefully get them back on the field or on the court again, and, and so you really develop the relationship with the players. So once you leave that part of it, you really never. You know, you don't get that closeness you get anywhere else. Mike Sims is with us uh, now with Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, uh, Baylor's uh, trainer for many, many years, and worked with Skip Cox, who passed away yesterday. Uh, Mike, what would you say about Skip's personality that made him so good at what he did? I think the big deal was he cared about people. You know, didn't worry about the clock, didn't worry about the, the phrase, not my job. You know, it, it's all part of the program. we got to get the whole thing taken care of. And, and Skip was just good at, at, at doing whatever it takes to get it taken care of, whether it's, uh, you know, take care of an injured athlete or, you know, working something on the stadium or, or doing whatever it takes. He was very good at that and, and knowing that, that you know, as you get it all taken care of and get it done by game time. And that's something that, that he did well. But generally, you, the players are best could tell that he cared for them personally, not just as an athlete, not just, you know, as a body to use on the field, but, you know, he'd help them personally. And 
uh, you know, he was still getting calls from people all up and, you know, up after he'd retired and everything else, just on, you know, how to take care of this, or my son did that, or my daughter did that, what I do for that. And so that's the relationship that you've developed with him. That's one thing he was really good at, is, is they knew he really cared. Yeah, well said. And then when he quit, uh, well, when he quit taping ankles, you know, he was in athletic administration for a number of years. And I just always, you know, had this uh, knowledge of Skip as being a, a get it done guy. You know, however, whatever needed to be done, Skip was a guy that would, you could count on him to get it done. You'll notice in different groups that you work with, there's always a go-to person. There's, yeah. you know, in each office you work at, there's a go-to person to get things taken care of. And he was always that person. He's the one that you'd go to if there's something that to be taken care of, whether well, it's his, part of his job or not. Uh, he would either know it or know how to get taken care of or know somebody that did it or, or the best way to take care of it. And, and he would come back with an answer on something. You know, he's one of those guys that if something went wrong, he would get it taken care of. Then he said, okay, this is what the problem was. This is how we fixed it, rather than just, you know, saying, hey, I've got problems or this, no, this isn't working right. He was finding a solution to it, too. And, and that's why I think it was such a big contribution to Baylor because back then you didn't have any of the staff that you have now. You didn't have all the uh, ops people and the, the, the um, uh, maintenance people. We had a few maintenance people there, but we still took care of a lot of our own maintenance stuff. We did our own painting and everything else back then. So that's like where things had changed. You had to wear multiple hats just because we didn't have the numbers that, uh, to get everything done that, uh, that they have nowadays. Yeah. Skip Cox was uh, one of those guys that got it done. Hey, I appreciate you you joining us this morning. Thanks for sharing your thoughts about him, and uh, have a great day. All right. Thanks for the call. Y'all take care. All right. Appreciate it. Mike Sims with us, a former Baylor trainer many, many years, worked with Skip Cox, first as a student trainer, then as the first assistant trainer uh, on staff at Baylor, and uh, and look where they are now. Each sport, uh, Q, really has their own training staff available now, so that has expanded. I mean, you think about it. Back in the days when Skip was there, when he started, he was the trainer. He was the only one. Now, he had student trainers working with him, but he was the only one full-time at Baylor. That's amazing. I mean, that yeah. really is when you think yeah. about how many trainers there are and how many sports there are and how much. I mean, and it's just it's 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 a necessity. You know, it's something that you couldn't get done with just one guy now and uh, just student trainers. You'd have to you have to have more. It's just way too much going on. Yeah. So uh, our condolences to uh, the Skip Cox family, uh, Linda Kay, just love her and love them and Troy and JJ and everybody with the Coxes. Um, they are always uh, have been and will be a member of the Baylor family. So we share their loss in the passing of Skip Cox. All right, let's take a break. Uh, back with more in just a moment. We'll catch up with Julie James. Actually, uh, Julie James. Her last name when she was playing here. Now Mary Julie James Doyle will join us. She is the Baylor Soccer Player of the Decade as we continue our all-decade teams for uh, for Baylor Athletics. Visit with her when we come back. We're glad you're with us on this Monday morning. John Morris Show brought to you by Marineland Boating Center. They're at I-35 and Loop 340 South, right there at the bend of Loop 340. They're online at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Phone number is 254-662-0676. They have a way of doing business that is uh, safe for you and for them. You can contact them. They'll meet you outside. They'll handle all the paperwork remotely and deliver uh, your purchase right to you. So they've got a great way to do that now. Check it out. On the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com or set up an appointment and uh, come and walk through the boatyard with them and they'll help you out in that way. Check it out, Marineland Boating Center, making memories since 1983. Madison, the snapper. 
Wetzel the holder. The kick is away by Mayers. The kick is good! He hits it from 52 yards out. John Mayers from 52, and the game is tied at 9 with 36 seconds remaining. Your home for Baylor football, ESPN Central Texas. At Baylor University, students find their place to shine. They're faithful friends and inspirational leaders. They're championship teammates and independent thinkers. They're on the cutting edge of high tech and in the halls of history. If you want to make the world a brighter place, you can. And if you want to shine in your own way, you can. The spark you need is already inside you. Bring it to Baylor, where lights shine bright. So it's time for us to have a talk because, obviously, your buddies aren't telling you and neither is your woman. You've been driving that truck around, exposing your stuff. It's not only embarrassing, it's disgusting. I'm talking about full frontal truck nudity, and it's time for you to do something about it with a grill guard or a front-end-replacement bumper from Pickup Outfitters. There are lots of good reasons to get a grill guard, like when Bambi decides to cross the road at the same time you're occupying it. But the best reason is that no one wants to see your junk up in your grill. Pickup Outfitters on Lake Ear Drive carries all the major brands of grill guards, including Ranch Hand, Cattleman, and even the Renegade brand made right here in Waco. And every grill guard we sell comes with our lifetime installation guarantee and no-worry warranty program. Won't you help us end truck nudity? Pickup Outfitters, 220 Lake Ear Drive in Waco. Check out our grill guards on our website at createacommotion.com slash guards. createacommotion.com slash guards. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Now more than ever, we all need a strong immune system. Healthy diet, along with the right supplements, help support your immune system, specifically multivitamin and vitamin D. Dallas' own Cooper Clinic recommends vitamins to improve the quality and quantity of its patients' lives. Use coupon code IMMUNE20 on coopercomplete.com to get 20% off any purchase. That's IMMUNE20 at coopercomplete.com for 20% off. Make Cooper part of your daily regimen and support that immune system. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Clark Roofing, the one to call for your home or business roofing jobs. Check them out online at clarkroofingtx.com. Coach Dave Aranda and the Baylor Bears have received verbal commit number 12 for the 2021 class in Duncanville wide receiver Roderick Daniels Jr. He held offers from many schools including TCU, Minnesota, Arkansas, SMU, Miami, and more. Texas high school coaching news, El Dorado has hired midway offensive line coach John Long to be their next AD and head football coach. Coach Long will be a guest this afternoon on Unnecessary Roughness with Ward White to me at 1.30 to talk about his opportunity at El Dorado. Also, Baylor baseball head coach Steve Rodriguez will hold a media conference call by way of Zoom today at 1 p.m. where he will talk about the shortened 2020 Major League Baseball draft to just five rounds from June 10th and 11th. We will air that media session live at 1 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. This is the John Morris Show. 
proudly presented by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Here's the voice of the Bears. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Monday morning. Appreciate you being with us today. Brought to you by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. One of the bright lights uh, in Baylor soccer history, certainly from this past decade, is the player of the decade as we continue uh, honoring these uh, former student-athletes and teams of the decade. Julie James Doyle joins us now uh, from Norfolk, Virginia. And, Julie, good morning to you. We appreciate your time. How are things? Hi, good morning. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. And congratulations to you, uh, player of the decade for Baylor soccer. Uh, I think John Warner probably called you from the Waco trip and gave you that news. What was that like when you found that out? Um, yes, John did call me. Um, I was just, just really, really honored. I've had the opportunity to play with some amazing players at Baylor. Um, so I've, I have much respect for all the players I've played with and they've made me better um, soccer players and a better person. So I was just really honored to receive the award. Well, you're part of some really good teams. We'll talk about 2017 and 2018, really good teams here at Baylor. But go back to when you uh, arrived on campus. Uh, If I remember right, you were part of a a really big recruiting class, uh, big as far as uh, big things expected from y'all when you got here. Uh, (laughs) What do you remember when you arrived at Baylor and, uh, you know, became a part of the Baylor soccer program? Yeah, um, so we, you're right, we had, I'm pretty sure it was about 13 girls um, recruiting class, which was pretty huge, um, but I, I think when I arrived at Baylor, um, I was just really excited to be there. Um, I, I committed actually very late, it was after signing day, so um, it all kind of happened in a whirlwind, and I remember... Um, they were just kind of the people that I wanted to be around. That that environment, that Baylor soccer environment, is is pretty special. Um, so I think when I got on campus, I was just I didn't really know what to expect, but I was I was so excited to jump right in and just just try to work my way into the team. Julie, explain to our listeners uh, you may, who obviously aren't on the inside like you were as a student athlete, but the culture of the soccer program under, under Paul and Marcy and the assistants and just the culture of the program. Can you explain that to folks? Yeah, um, I think it's going <laughs> to – it's really hard to put in words, honestly, unless if you're actually in, um, in it and to understand. But how I would describe it best is – just a team that um, really knows how to serve one another. I think that was kind of the most special piece about Baylor soccer was we had um, we had girls that were just willing to run through a brick wall for each other. And I, I talked a little bit about it in the article that um, John wrote up, but I think that that's what separated us um, from other programs. You know, a lot of programs claim that they're family and they're close, but I just think we had it on, on a whole nother level, and I think that also came from our spiritual connection. We had a lot of strong believers, and um, yeah, so we, I think just those intangible pieces 
of just the service mentality, that kind of blue-collar mentality, and just girls that really wanted um, to serve Christ on that field and serve each other is what made that culture so special. Yeah. Wow. Well said. Very well said. Faith, football, family, you know, or the uh, was the mantra with uh, Baylor soccer. And it was absolutely correct. And and y'all were winning uh, on the field. Uh, that 2017 season uh, was really special, wasn't it? Especially once you got to the postseason and uh, started off uh, and won the Big 12 tournament that year. Yeah. Yeah. I'll never forget that season. It's kind of funny. Um you look back on that season and you're like, oh, man, that was that was a great season because of how we ended. But I always forget um, that conference year, we actually didn't really do that well. I think we came in fourth or fifth. and um, But that's kind of what pushed us in the NCAA tournament is we were so close and we just wanted to keep playing. We wanted to keep playing with each other and um, – so we kind of just had to take one game at a time and because if we didn't win, you know, we were going to be done. So, um, yeah, it was it was an awesome run with that team. I, I love that team so much. So. Yeah, and yeah, that's the truth. I mean, you all had to win. You probably had to win the Big 12 tournament to get into the NCAAs, and you beat Texas first. That was a big win. Beat uh, who? Oklahoma State second, and then won the championship mm-hmm. over TCU. All close games, but uh, boy, that was a great run that really got you going, and then you continued that all the way to the Elite Eight in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I remember um... – the night before that Texas game, you know, Paul brought us in, and I respect him. I have told him this before, but I respect him a lot. Um, for that night before the game, he, you know, we were always a team that we kind of kept our head underground, meaning we didn't really pay attention to a lot of the rankings and kind of where we were at in the polls, and we kind of just took everything day by day and um, just wanted to get better each day. But that was kind of one of the first times that he pulled us in and was just like, hey, you guys had these goals, you know, at the beginning of the season. And, you know, one of this was to win a championship and then another one was to make the NCAA tournament. And he said, you know, obviously we don't win this next game. We're not going to win the championship, but um, we won't, we're not high enough right now to qualify for the NCAA tournament. And then he told us, he was like, I don't say that for you guys to get uptight, but just to play with freedom of, you know, wanting to be with each other. And it was, it was really awesome. I think that really set the tone for the rest of our run of the season of, okay, you know, if we, if we want to do this thing, we got to take one game at a time. Um, and we got to win, you know, and, and it was awesome. I just felt like our team played with this whole new freedom of, um, we just want to, we want to win this next game. So we have one more week with each other. And it was truly one week at a time, you know. Wow, that's really interesting. Julie James Doyle is with us, former Baylor soccer player. She is the uh, Baylor soccer player of the decade. Julie, obviously you have a, a ton of your, your memories from uh, the days when you were playing on the soccer field, but just in general, what has soccer meant to you in your life? What kind of opportunities has it opened up, like doors it's opened up for you, and just you've been able to capitalize because of your, your opportunities through soccer? Yeah, um, Wow, that is a weighty question. I feel like <laughs> I feel like there's so much um, soccer has brought to me. Um, but I would just say 
you know, it surrounded me with really amazing people that have really um, helped me become the woman I am today. And, you know, especially uh, my time at Baylor soccer, I just felt like I, I really learned so much about what it means to be a Christian woman and what it means to be a Christian athlete and how that should look um, directly on the field and off the field. Um, it also, you know, my goals to play at a high level also um, brought me to a program called Full Armor that does um, it. It tries to develop Christian work on and off the field also, and so that combined with Baylor, I think, just has really um, changed my life. And, and put really simply, you know, um, and really has has made me learn what it really looks like to walk with Christ in every aspect of my life. And Julie uh, mentioned at the top you're in Norfolk, Virginia. Your husband uh, is uh, stationed there in the Navy. Uh, how, how's life in in, uh, in in the Navy, so to speak? <laughs> and uh, do you all move around or do you expect to move around some? Yeah, so right now we're we're pretty put here for probably about a year and a half. But, um, yeah, you kind of, with the military, you really have to learn to roll with the punches, um, <laughs> which, which I think, um, honestly, I think a lot of the things I've learned with soccer and just kind of the mental toughness and um, just how to respond to things has really helped me, you know, even just in marriage, especially a military uh, marriage too, where we kind of, you know, Connor could come home and tell me tomorrow, Hey, I'm going out to sea for a month, you know? And so I just have to kind of be ready to, um, you know, face those challenges, that adversity, but, but yeah, it's, um, it's been good in Virginia. We've been really blessed with his, um, his ship has been in the yard. So we've been a little bit blessed in, um, his times that he, is out at sea is more shorter stints because um, he's just kind of going on other ships and gaining experience and qualifications. But um, I'm still a Texas girl at heart, but, <laughs> but Virginia's been treating us pretty well. <laughs> And, Julie, we talked about 2017. Y'all won the Big 12 Championship, went to the Elite uh, Eight, uh, Big 12 Tournament Championship, and to the Elite Eight. Great run there. Uh, ran up against Duke on their home field and lost to them to end your season. 2018, you followed that up by winning the Big 12 uh, Championship. Uh, great season in 2018. And then you go to the Elite Eight again. Uh, boy, back-to-back seasons, Elite Eight in the NCAA Tournament. You were part of uh, really really, really great teams there. Yeah, no, um, I, I appreciate you saying all that. We, yeah, those were special groups to me, not not just because of the season we had, but just because of how close our team um, was. And um, any girl will say that. I think that was part of those two teams, just that it was just a really special environment, really special culture. Um, we We were truly a family and we're just willing to, you know, do anything for each other. And that was the coolest thing to be part of. 
And, Julia, the, looking at the all-decade team there, uh, so you were the player of the decade. Alini DeLima was the offensive player of the decade. And Precious Akinurange was the defensive player of the decade. Uh, you played with both of them, all three of y'all. Uh, in fact, the picture in the trib was of you three. And, lo and behold, <laughs> y'all end up you know, topping this list of the all-decade team. So it kind of shows the success that y'all had playing together. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lini and Precious were were amazing players. I, I like I said before, I played with so many girls at Baylor that um, just meant so much to me um, as players, but also just as people and playing alongside people that you respect and have um, impacted your life is just the neatest thing ever. Um, but Alini and Precious specifically, Alini um, was one of my all-time favorite players to play with um, just in my career uh, professionally, collegiately, and in high school. Um, she taught me a lot. We were very, we were very different players, um, but I think that is what made our midfield so um, – our midfield dynamic so special is, you know, she played with a ton of freedom, always was willing to try new things, and um, very skillful, like, people – no, um, but that really impacted my uh, my playing career just because I was more of a kind of grinder mentality, um, and I I would get you know sometimes uptight in a game, be a little nervous to try new things, and I think you know her the freedom and the joy that she brought to the game made me really um, refreshed and find that joy and trying new things and playing and. Um, so I really admired Alini from that, and we um, we ended up growing really close. She was one of my best friends because of just that midfield dynamic together. Um, so, yeah, and then Precious, you know, there are very few people as consistent and solid as Precious in that back line. And for me as a midfielder, um, she made my job so much easier just knowing that I had someone that solid in the back. And um, something that I love about Precious is I don't I don't think a lot of people realize this because it's hard to see from the outside. But um, as captains, you know your gauge is so much on how the team is doing um, and how certain individuals are doing. You you don't always really think about pouring into your other captain because you're so used to them just showing up and being consistent and. I um, really appreciated Precious because she always took the time to encourage me and on off the field, on the field, I always heard her voice behind behind me. And, um, yeah, I just appreciated that part of Precious as a leader so much. Well, that's great. Well, it's great to catch up with you and uh, appreciate your time this morning. And uh, come see us. Come back to Texas when you can. And congratulations (laughs) on being selected the uh, Baylor Soccer Player of the Decade. Yeah, thank you, guys. Have, um, Have a great day, and thanks for listening to me and talking with me. Uh, it's great. Great to hear your side of those stories, and they're great stories. Julie, have a great day. Thanks very much. Yeah, you too.
Thank Bye. you. Julie James Doyle uh, with us. She is the Baylor Soccer Player of the Decade. And interesting, her work now is uh, Full Armor is the name of the uh, the organization that she is really uh, starting and working with, developing Warriors for Christ on and off the field. So uh, well done, Julie. Very impressive. And again, another great example of preparing champions for life. There's Julie James, now Julie James Doyle, coming out of the Baylor soccer program, and look what she's doing now, uh, just doing great things uh, and stationed with her husband in Norfolk, Virginia. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back, uh, wrap things up, final segment when we come back. Stay with us. John Morris Show brought to you, as always, by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. It's Morris in the Morning with a voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hugh, it is is Star Wars Day. You understand that? I I understand the reference, and uh, I had someone say something to me about it yesterday, and I'm not a Star Wars guy, so I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, cool. Yeah. (laughs) So I, I go back when the very first one was released. I think it was 1977, but I was in Kentucky, and I remember driving from Danville to Lexington to see the movie. I mean, it wasn't going to be in Danville for weeks probably, if not months, but went to Lexington to see it right when it was released. And I can remember driving back home, and this is like 35 miles from Lexington to Danville, driving back home, and I I drove safely, but I'm hearing in my mind the whole time this, (laughs) you know, like somebody's firing at me in my uh, car. The John Morris Show, talking all things bears and so much more. Weekdays from 9 to 10 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. With more than 160,000 alumni worldwide and counting, the Baylor family is growing. And through the university's expanded Baylor alumni program, the family is growing closer. With hundreds of local volunteers planning events in cities and towns around the country, you can gather with fellow bears no matter where you are. So get connected. Get something started, get involved, and make plans to get together with Baylor alumni. Visit us at baylor.edu slash alumni. Need a change of scenery? Spend a few nights at the historic Stagecoach Inn. This hotel with its heritage trees and lush outdoor spaces is the perfect place to get lost for a few days and escape the hustle and bustle of city life. Lounge in your guest room with boutique-style amenities and enjoy a chef-driven menu from the restaurant delivered to your room. The beautiful Texas landscape awaits you at the historic Stagecoach Inn in Salado. Reserve your room today at StagecoachSalado.com. Hello, everyone. I'm Dave DeRosier. I'm the general manager at Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center in Waco. With the current situation, all non-essential businesses in Waco have been ordered to close. Automotive repair is considered an essential business, so we will be open to serve your needs. Here are a few things that we're doing to flatten the curve and to protect you and to protect us. We have a concierge service where we can come and pick your vehicle up and drop it back off at your home, and you can pay with a credit card over the phone. Another option is you can drive up underneath our canopy and get straight into our shuttle, and we can drive you straight home. In addition, every vehicle that comes into our shop is getting sanitized prior to and after the repair, and we're putting a new pair of gloves on after each service. Our team at Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center is here to help you in any way Please call us. Thank you for your time and attention.
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Clark Roofing, the one to call for your home or business roofing jobs. Check them out online at ClarkRoofingTX.com. Coach Dave Aranda and the Baylor Bears have received verbal commit number 12 for the 2021 class in Duncanville wide receiver Roderick Daniels Jr. He held offers from many schools including TCU, Minnesota, Arkansas, SMU, Miami, and more. Texas high school coaching news, El Dorado has hired midway offensive line coach John Long to be their next AD and head football coach. Coach Long will be a guest this afternoon on Unnecessary Roughness with Ward White and me at 1.30 to talk about his opportunity at El Dorado. Also, Baylor baseball head coach Steve Rodriguez will hold a media conference call by way of Zoom today at 1 p.m. where he will talk about the shortened 2020 Major League Baseball draft to just five rounds from June 10th and 11th. We will air that media session live at 1 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. With this final segment, John Morris Show on this Monday morning. Another beautiful day weather-wise here in Central Texas. Get out, enjoy that. Be safe, certainly. Uh, John Morris and Q here in the 9 a.m. hours. We wrap things up. Uh, Q, you'll be back at noon for Unnecessary Roughness. You and Ward and Stephen, what do you guys have uh, on tap? You talked a little bit about it in the uh, Sports Center. What else do you guys have coming up between noon and 3? We have a pretty loaded show. Uh, we have uh, Coach Mojico, Mojica, excuse me, uh, softball, UMHB softball coach, and she used to play under uh, Coach Moore at Baylor. Uh, so she has the opportunity now to be the, the head coach at UMHB. And so uh, we're going to talk to her at 1230. Uh, like I mentioned in Sports Center, uh, Steve Rodriguez, the Baylor baseball head coach, he'll have his Zoom conference call at 1 o'clock. So we'll run that live on ESPN Central Texas. And then at uh, 130, Coach John Long, he is now the head coach at El Dorado, and he used to be the offensive line coach at Midway. So he's going to join the show at 130 to talk about that new opportunity. And then we have a couple couple guests up up in the air, possibly in the 2 o'clock hour. So they're not confirmed yet so i won't really speak on them but we're working on we're working on some more magic for this the two o'clock hour as well tune in and get the magic as it happens (laughs) exactly there you go (laughs) all right very good so that's uh coming up noon to three unnecessary roughness matt mosley and stephen simcox in three to six for the matt mosley show all coming up this afternoon let me mention uh some birthdays uh before we get out of here so the uh, soccer story uh in the waco trib and um, we talked to Julie James Doyle about that soccer uh, all decade team that was written by John Warner. Today's John Warner's birthday. Nice. Happy birthday to Johnny Dub from the uh, Waco Tribune Herald. Big day there. Celebrate with a hike somewhere, Johnny. <laughs> uh, so John Warner's birthday is today. Uh, who else is on the list? Uh, Seal Spells. Uh, now Seal Spells Ellie. She and I work together at KWTX way back. Happy birthday to Seal. Uh, let me check this other list here. Uh, also, oh, uh, Jason Berenger's birthday is today. <laughs> the Cobra. The yeah, Cobra. The Cobra. <laughs> is he still in Tampa? Yes, he is. He's actually doing pretty well there in Tampa as well. 
That's great. Yep. So Jason Berenger, if you've listened to us for a while, you know Jason was uh, uh, in with us for uh, for several years. So happy birthday to uh, Jason the Cobra. Uh, it's Christy Fedora's birthday, uh, the wife of Larry Fedora. Happy birthday to Christy. Uh, those from yesterday, we weren't with you on Sunday, but yesterday uh, included Jamie Goble, uh, Coach Jay Goble's wife. Happy birthday to uh, Jamie from yesterday. Pete Van Vakis worked with Baylor softball. Uh, his birthday was yesterday. Dave Armstrong, play-by-play man uh, from Kansas City, his birthday was yesterday. Uh, Dr. Phil Christopher, Baylor grad, uh, First Baptist Abilene. Uh, Dr. Christopher's birthday was yesterday. Bo Blackshear's birthday was yesterday. That's a big day. Uh, Ashley James, uh, talking about soccer, played soccer at Baylor. Now Ashley James Russell, married to Seth Russell. Uh, Ashley's birthday was yesterday, and uh, Jeff Haxton does uh, play-by-play for Texas Tech basketball and baseball. Uh, Hax's birthday was yesterday, so big weekend all the way around, and birthdays uh, today and yesterday, so happy birthday to all of those folks. Uh, thanks to uh, Mike Sims, who joined us today, and again, uh, remember uh, Linda K. Cox and her family uh, in your prayers uh, with the passing of Skip Cox uh, yesterday and appreciate Mike sharing his thoughts about working with him and then uh, really succeeding him in that position as the head trainer at Baylor. So uh, uh, I, I, I think the last time, Q, that I saw Skip was here in Waco uh, at our Lunch with a Legend with Mike, Mike Sims, and Skip was here that day, and it was great to, to see he and Linda Kay here that day. And I, I know the feelings that Mike shared about Skip I know they were mutual, that Skip felt the same way about Mike. So great uh, professional relationship between those guys, and appreciate Mike being on with us. And thanks to Julie James Doyle, who was on with us from Baylor Soccer, the uh, Baylor Soccer Player of the Decade. Uh, Very well-spoken and doing very, very well. And, uh, again, uh, great team. You can see that entire team. Uh, We gave you the highlights of it, but the entire thing is available uh, online, wacotrib.com. It was in the Trib yesterday, and it's on our website now, baylorbears.com, as we continue our Teams of the Decade. All right, Q, we look forward to hearing from uh, Coach Steve Rodriguez today at 1. His thoughts on uh, Major League Baseball finally making the decision in the announcement that the uh, draft will be only five rounds this year and the impact that will have on college programs like his here at Baylor. So, Q, we look forward to that and uh, appreciate you making things happen. And, Lord willing, we'll talk tomorrow morning. Absolutely. Always look forward to it, my man. Thank you, man. appreciate it. So uh, thanks to you for listening. Uh, and, again, uh, hopefully we'll be back with you tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. We look forward to that. Have a great day. Thanks, Jamie. I appreciate it.